0: guys welcome back to another episode of advice with alex and friends the podcast i'm your host alex and it's literally just me today on my own so make sure you're following the podcast at advice with alex and friends on instagram and twitter make sure you're following us on tiktok as well so that's at advice with oh at advice with alex and friends on tiktok and make sure you like you comment share subscribe all that good stuff you already know and make sure that you give us five star reviews on spotify and twitter leave us a comment tell us how amazing you think that the podcast is so that obviously other people can pick up on the podcast and and listen to it as well so there's lots of things happening in popular culture number one I want to get into one of you know the topics that was very much a part of my summer and that's Love Island so two big things from Love Island I don't even know which way to go first do we talk about Laura Whitmore or do we talk about pretty little thing I think I'm going to start off with pretty little thing so PLT issued the big six-figure deal. And who did it go to? It went to Gemma Owen. Now, people are obviously upset because the entire time that Gemma was in the villa, Gemma dressed like a 35-year-old slash 40-year-old woman that works in the city. She gave us midi dresses. She gave us pencil skirts. She gave us court shoes. You know, she didn't dress like a 19-year-old at all. There was nothing fun about her her closet. There were no pieces that kind of stood out to me. Not, it wasn't that she dressed bad. She just dressed like an older woman, basically. That, that was what it was. And, and PLT's like a lot more young and fun and revealing. And Gemma did not reveal at all. So it's, it seems like a bit of an odd match. I would have thought maybe a more higher end brand would go with Gemma. But, um, you know, PLT decided to, to make Gemma Owen the face obviously I I get it she's she I'm sure she does have some sort of big following and she obviously is already in the clothing realm because she has her own clothing line as well but in terms of actually matching the right person I don't think that Gemma was the right person and also it was quite misleading on the part of PLT because they were constantly using India up and down for engagement like people were letting, you know, PLT know we want India to have a deal. So obviously people are upset in regards to that. Now, obviously there's some people that are upset because Gemma already has a lot of money and I I don't have an issue with her making more money by having a deal. I don't, that's not my, that's not my qualm with this. I think it's more so that she's not the right fit and she's not, really going to be the right fit at all. India would have been... Or Tasha. Like, if they had picked Tasha, I would have been happy with that because Tasha, for me, was the most stylish one in that house. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. The owner of PLT has kind of drops in little hints to say that maybe this isn't the end of the road for India. And Gymshark came forward and said that they would be happy to have India come on board and, and sign a deal with them. But I did not see India break a sweat not once in that gym in the villa so I do not again it's like the same thing I don't think that she would be great for Gymshark because it's the wrong match Sue would have been great for gym Shark because she was actually the one working out and any and any of the guys that were going to the gym so Davide and Jay and all those lot they'd be all be great for Gymshark like you know They they really they put in the work, basically. So it's about right matching the right person to the right brand. And I I don't think that that's what happened here. But such is life. And for some of you, your answers have been prayers. Your your answers have been prayers. Your prayers have been answered because Laura Whitmore has decided to depart from Love Island. She did say that she was only supposed to cover one season after Caroline Flack passed and then she ended up doing three and that her current schedule is going to be conflicting with flying back and forth to South Africa. I can't lie. That is that is a journey and a half to be flying back and forth, back and forth. That's too much. And she also has a toddler. So, And who knows? She, she might also be obviously I'm speculating don't don't take my word as Bible but she could be pregnant right now so she's kind of like maybe putting it out there that like I can't do the next season or something like that I, I I think of things like that anyway but um yeah she's decided that she's not going to do it and we know who you know there's a long list of people well actually not too long but there's a couple of names that always keep coming up in regards to who should be the new host of Love Island now we know that there's one person who has definitely been removed from the race who was definitely a a strong competition and that's Murad. So Murad Morelli was definitely somebody who dedicated a lot of his time to Love Island but because of videos that kind of came out from his past in regards to his foot listen if you watch the videos you watch the videos if you did not watch the video go on twitter and go and find them where they're still circulating but basically you know he had some some videos of him saying inappropriate things to to people um in the name of foot fetishes so but that still leaves some of the fan favorites so Maya Jama, Nella Rose, Gemma Collins and Mora Higgins as well so those are the four in regards to and also Sue. so Ekansu as well those five those are the names that I keep hearing over and over again it would be lovely if one of those people got it I definitely would be entertained by any of those five you know so I hope that ITV does the right thing and brings in some fresh talent who's going to be keep us interested in the next seasons especially when it comes to After Sun and the reunion so yeah so some Love Island news for sure be interesting to see how they introduce us to our new host so in you know keeping up with the good news uh two months ago there this was the first time that I saw a post about a missing person so missing person people pop up all the time. And whenever I see on Twitter, I just, I just retweet. And I remember seeing a young lady again pop up that she was missing and and, and tweeting, retweeting it. And people constantly saying, you know, London has so many cameras. How can somebody just go missing in London? Like that doesn't make sense to me. If they want to, when the London riots were happening, every single person, if even if you took one crisp packet or one KA, you took a chewing gum, they found you They knew where to find you So you telling me you can't find a missing person But like I said, we have some good news So Owami Davis was missing for seven or eight weeks And she has been found I didn't find too much information regarding to how she was found The state that she was found in But we've just been told that she she's well And I'm so happy that it's not, you know, a tragic story of... of A tragic story essentially so i'm just happy that she's alive well you know that she has been found and hopefully we'll we'll find out what happened to her and hopefully the metropolitan police can tighten up their search party or search policy or search process as well, because apparently she kind of slipped through the cracks a couple of times during that process. So I don't know how she ended up so far away from home. It will be interesting to find out. Um, there shouldn't be any rush on this because I, I definitely hate when, when people are rushing to, to give us, you know, breaking news, like make sure that she's like back home and safe or in a safe place, wherever that is for her and, and you know, able to like then then we can hear what happened to her and and prevent it from happening to other people as well because like I said if they want to find you for doing something petty they're ready to find you but all of a sudden all of these missing people cannot be found are some of these cameras broken or do you pick and choose when you want to look at these cameras or do they select can cameras only like pick up on crime and and nothing else I'm like you guys are gonna have to let me know because i am definitely definitely confused by that but yeah like i said anyway it's it's good news i'm i'm glad to hear that um some people were really rattled this week on the timeline or maybe even i think it was ending of last week i can't remember if it was beginning of this week or end of last week one of the two anyway but diddy said that r&b is dead and people started to come out of the the woodworks and argue with him that R&B is not dead. Now, I am definitely an R&B fan. One thing I will say is that the girlies trump the guys a million and ten times. I think that the girls are out here and they're doing what they need to do. Now, I'm not a big fan of the breathy um, sound. I think some people do it well. I think some people don't. They just give us breath and not and not not the voice so just breath but no voice um but yeah I definitely enjoy R&B is it the same as the 90s no it's not is it the same as the 2000s definitely not it's not the same because people are afraid of love people need to be in love for r&b to sound like how it did before men are out here disrespecting women on r&b can you imagine like a whole r&b song where you're supposed to be serenading crying out for love like or basically talking about how your heart was broken like there's an there's an element of vulnerability that comes with r&b that men are just refusing to give The girls are giving it Which is why They're they're excelling But the guys are just Refusing to give it It's this It's almost like This kind of trap sound Which again I'm not mad at I'm not mad at The whole trap soul or trap R&B sound. It's just that for whatever reason, misogyny has now creeped into R&B and R&B, you know, in, in the 90s and 2000s was a safe space where men could come and be vulnerable and just talk about women who they loved or had broken their heart. And that was it. You know, it wasn't, it was a no judgment zone and there were lots of great collabs with the the R&B guys and the hip-hop guys and everything. But now I guess hip-hop doesn't need R&B anymore. So it's, hip-hop has gone on to the highest heights and R&B is kind of like stagnant at the moment. So I enjoy the sound. It's not the same vintage sound that we used to have beforehand, but you know, it is what it is. You evolve with the times. And Jaquice came out and (laughs) somebody said, Somebody said that he gave a flop So he, he he sang a note Which was flat and sharp at the same time I'm not a big fan of Jacques Not personally, obviously I don't know the guy But just his voice So I think the songs he produces Are good, it's just I can't stand his voice. There's certain R&B, like, if you're very nasally, I can't deal with your voice. So him, Chris Brown, when he just came out, I couldn't stand Chris Brown's voice. It was just, it was giving that, like, I, if you sound like that, I, I can't listen to you. So there's jaquise Chris Brown in his early days. Oh, there's another one. Brent Fias, people love him, but I can't. Again, he's very nasally. You know, all the nasal people, just stay away from me. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not saying that you don't produce great songs I'm sure that they do I just can't deal with that voice I like, I like my singers to be able to sing And I like for your, your airways Your nasal capacity to be free I don't like for it to sound clogged up That's me personally, so Yeah, is R&B dead? No, but it's not the same as it was before but i guess we have to adapt to to what's going on and it's not to say that people are not putting out that type of old school r&b it's just that people aren't aren't looking for it there are the you know the girls and guys that are producing you know that kind of old school sound but people just aren't searching for it so you know i also have to blame us as consumers as well because Essentially, if we want something to to be brought back into popular demand, it can be brought back into popular demand, but you know, I don't know, people just wanna people just wanna complain for the sake of complaining and yeah. Um Nicki Minaj has got her first ever solo number one. I can't believe it's only now. Only now that she's having her first ever solo, number one. She has given hits upon hits upon hits for like 12, 13 years now. And it's only now she's like, eh, I can, Nicki Minaj is somebody who has her salty moments. And you know what? I get it. Like, I, I don't condone it, but I understand because she, there was a time when she was the only female rapper. And to be fair, she was rap, she was out rapping men as well, like, bar for bar, Nicki is one of the best rappers. It's not even best female rapper, one of the best rappers ever to, to, to grace us, you know? And, um, I do know that she feels some type of way because she feels like she's been snubbed. And I agree. I definitely think that she has been snubbed. I'm not a particular fan of this, of this new song, but I'm glad that she managed to get her first ever solo number one. She's obviously been number one on other people's tracks, but never on her own so yeah it's just yeah I'm happy I'm happy for her in that sense she definitely deserves it I hope that she gets more I don't understand why she never had one before honestly but you know we I suppose we charge it to the game it's it's the music industry is definitely strange for some reason like some songs that make it to number one I'm just like what. Well, I'm so confused and then I think she was battling with and this is number one in america i don't know if she's number one in the uk but i know she was definitely battling with beyonce i I don't know which song she was battling beyonce for i don't know if it was break my soul or if it was alien superstar or something and and then there was kind of this clash on on twitter it's like you do know that both of them like each other right we really don't need to have this kind of back and forth between the two of them. Like, there's absolutely no need. Which then brings me into Beyonce's Renaissance album. Like, I do remember a couple of weeks ago bringing up that, you know, it's the best album ever, even before listening to it. And I do... I do stand by it. The album literally i've had it on repeat since the first time i heard it and i struggle to listen to anything else i think it sounds absolutely amazing in the gym some songs that i wasn't particularly fond of beforehand i wasn't a big fan of alien superstar i liked the chorus but that was about it it has definitely grown on me um Heated was one that I thought was, oh, okay, but now I really enjoy that song. And then obviously the transition, I, I'm i not going to get over the transition from Cuff It into Energy and then into Break My Soul. I think that that should be studied in music school. I think that transition is absolutely seamless. I don't know how she's going to do this tour because this is only act one and we've got two more acts so are we having a three hour set from Beyonce I don't think so because that woman's got children to look after so is it going to be literally an act one tour and then an act two tour and then an act three tour I'm I'm confused do we have to pick one of the three I know that obviously she hasn't dropped the other two yet but I know that they're going to be amazing and I really do enjoy um the sound the 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 way that she paid homage to you know just just people from before it's like all the way from 70s into like the early 90s that kind of sound from disco all the way to house and it's like I really really do enjoy this album I I can never listen to Beyonce and be sad um my only beef with her is is on track pure honey that the honey part is not longer especially the last 30 to 40 seconds of that song it should be longer maybe maybe in the In the tour, she will remix it because, you know, she's amazing with remixing her own songs. Like the live versions always sound better than the recorded version. She's one of the only people that is capable of doing that. So, yeah, I I don't spend this much time talking about music, but I really feel passionate about this particular album. It's great. And I know it's going to continue to be in rotation for me. So, yeah. Speaking of someone that I didn't really want to speak about, Mark Cuban has come back up. And he apparently is suing his alleged victims. So one of his victims, I did speak about this a few months back when the story first broke, Esther Falana, who is, I guess most popularly known for her time on Backchat. She was in a relationship with him and she spoke about the abuse that she received from him. And he apparently is suing her and two other alleged victims. I'm assuming for defamation of character, um... I don't know. It's just not sitting right with me. It's not sitting right with me that he's doing that. It's also not sitting right with me that he doesn't know how to spell silence. Like, sir, come on! At your big, big age, if you're going to put things out, make sure that things are spell checked. Like, where's your, where's your people to come and even help you? Maybe they, <laughs> maybe they don't believe that. <laughs> maybe they don't like. Maybe they don't agree with him, and as they shouldn't. And they kind of just have left him to his own demise. I don't know. I, I'm so confused, but. Yeah, he's definitely an interesting character. I don't know why he's suing his victims. I don't know if anything will come of it. We'll we'll see what happens with that, but like I said, if I remember I'll, I'll link somewhere so you can see the the original story that we covered about about Mark and and his abuse as well. But I think it's really sad when perpetrators try to manipulate the story in their favor. I don't believe Mark for a second at all. He definitely looks like a textbook abuser to me. And, um, I wish his, his victims all the best. And, um, yeah, I hope that whatever he's trying to do gets thrown out and they say he's wasting, you know, public resources and time because there's more pressing things that could be brought to, to court and argued there. Or, or or that, or he just pays for everything. I mean, if he wants to pay for everything, fine, do what you want to do. But yeah, so you know, I don't really have anything else to say. I'm I'm I have a lot of energy for for predators and and you know perpetrators of all sorts of things. Like I, this video came up actually of this guy, this old man. He's definitely like in his seventies best late 60s and he was just talking about how you know he likes them young you know the oldest he likes is like in their 20s and then he does like late teens I just thought who's giving this man a platform why is this man being given a platform that is clearly predatory behavior and I'm so glad that so many things are being challenged at the moment and I'm glad that a lot of you know um like patriarchal misogynistic um views or aspects of the culture are being challenged just because something was was embedded in the culture for so long doesn't mean that it needs to continue I'm glad that people are calling their things out um another kind of time like debate that came up was whether people (laughs) well women in this case you know if you went to go and visit your in-laws Do you go and help your mother-in-law Or future mother-in-law You know, help her out in the kitchen If she says, you know Come and help me clean fish Or come and help me clean chicken or whatever And obviously some people are upset And I get it Because if you're being called as a guest To somebody else's house I do think that food the food should really be prepared but some some mums see that as a bonding opportunity for you to come into the kitchen and just kind of like spend some time with her away from the other family members or away from the guys or that kind of thing and just get to like know you as opposed to you know really rating how well you were able to 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 clean the fish or clean the chicken or or season it or whatever it is like at all I definitely wouldn't like to leave the house smelling of onions and and oil and all those things but you know if it gets you to to bond with her then fine again I i definitely feel like I had a video about this a long time ago this was back in like the beginning of the pandemic and just talking about you know cozying up to your your mother-in-law and picking your battles, like, it's not necessarily a battle that I, I see myself engaging in, honestly, I, even I saw a tweet about, you know, just letting people think that they've won an argument, and I swear I've been doing that since I was five, like, you, you think that you've, you've won this, okay, cool, good for you, like, if I, if I engage in an argument, it's probably for a good reason, if not, then I feel like crap afterwards, but yeah, like, Moving forward, we are making sure that we are investing our energy in what we need to invest in. And this month of August has been running away. I don't know where August has gone. I feel like it came it's packing its bags already to go it's like but you just came you know a visitor that's literally here for just like a, a few minutes that has been august i haven't even really like been able to enjoy august and already august is gonna come and finish next week like i'm so confused but um i am happy with i don't know like the beginning of this year was quite tough and then like now i look at the second half of this year and i've got like like a few things to look forward to. So it's like, I guess, a reminder that so much can happen in such a short period of time. So definitely keep your head up, even if, you know, the beginning of this year or this year thus far hasn't been the best year for you. The last couple of months of this year can definitely turn around and be in your favor, so I'm, I'm excited for the next couple of months of this year, I'm excited for the run-up to, I'm always excited for the run-up to Christmas, because for me, it's Christmas, then New Year's, and then my birthday, and then after that, I'm like, yeah, okay, summer can come again, that's it, but, you know, such is life, so on that note, my advice to my younger self, there's a few things that I wanted to say to my younger self but I guess I've got to I'll try and narrow it down um and I don't know if I've said this before but it's about being comfortable with being disliked especially when it comes to decisions regarding your life and how it's going to be beneficial to you uh if and and just entitlement as a whole I could spend like Oh, I could spend ages talking about entitlement because I definitely feel like I've been dealing with that like people coming in and feeling really entitled to things or entitled to know things or entitled to like, you know, just just have this place in your life or importance in your life and it's like literally nobody obviously I love everyone, you know, I love all of my people, but nobody is more important than me. I am I am the most important person in my life. And for the first time in my life, I I can say that with chest I think for the longest time I genuinely didn't believe that I was the most important person in my life so many other people like I literally carried them on my head rent free and now I'm I'm here to collect on rents, you know and it's not even I'm not even arguing I'm helping people pack their bags and and leave so yeah definitely be comfortable with people disliking you when you're making your decisions in regards to yourself you know everything that you do is not for other people everything that you do is literally for yourself and things always figure themselves out and if that person's meant to continue to be in your life then they're going to be in your life and if not then thank you very much for the time that we had together you know but now you you can be on your on your merry way i guess that's what i would that's that's the main the main takeaway because the, and and spending time with yourself spending quality time with myself has been really important And just checking in with myself. I've spoken about my journaling and how that's been helping me to just kind of understand what I'm feeling and to release things as well. So quality time with yourself, really, you know, being comfortable with who you are and comfortable with making decisions and comfortable in knowing that you're always going to do what's best for you as well so that's that would be my takeaway so guys on that note we've come to the end of the episode so make sure that you like you comment you should you subscribe I know it's slightly shorter than usual but I guess it's just me and yeah so make sure that you are following us on TikTok that's at advice with Alex and friends and make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram that's advice with alex there and um yeah of course we want to grow the podcast and make sure that you leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts and on spotify as well or wherever it is that you listen if that function is available leave us comments guys i'll be checking so yeah, definitely do that as well I hope that you enjoyed The slightly shorter episode with just me Everybody should be back in next week I hope It's it's like annual leave period Those of you guys who are working And you know You know the annual leave period Right now is the annual leave period Where it's like you're sending emails And then you get that email back Saying this person is on annual leave So like just bear with us Hopefully we'll all be reunited next week So guys, until then Take care Have a wonderful wonderful day and the rest of the week and i shall see you next week take care bye